everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melody Podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Erica! What do you want, Shelby? Girl! <laughs> what's popping? What's new? What's happening? How you feeling? I feel great. Um, Don't you see my bundles? Like, great. Like, um, <laughs> Tony the Tiger? Yes! I ain't had frosted flakes in a while. Hey, they used to hit back yes, in the day. Yes, but you can't put too much milk because they'll be soggy. You gotta put like just a little bit so they're still crunchy. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get some, girl. <laughs> some frosted flakes. I'm gonna have to get some frosted flakes. <laughs> that was so random. Um, but I did want to say that um, my best friend and I went to the Women's Expo here in Yay. Dallas, which that was my first time going, and I never even. Um, knew about it she just sent me a random flyer but it happened in Irving but anyway so I didn't get to stay long enough to see like one of the keynote speakers who was Toya right and then they had like MC Light and oh that's dope yes they had several speakers but it was basically like a essence festival on a very small scale like it was this huge venue with all these vendors from around Dallas and um a bunch of women came out and they were passing out free stuff you got to learn education about your health your health and wellness finance like all of that stuff so I thought that was cool I was like wait this it comes to Dallas so (laughs) I definitely would want to try to catch the next one when I can stay longer because I didn't get to see everybody but I thought that was cool that's really dope look at Dallas trying to be a little bit in New Orleans (laughs) you're done (laughs) what about you what's up um girl you know I really just in the past couple of weeks, been working on myself. That's good. And pour, I feel like, not, and this, this is not a bad thing, like, I feel like I pour so much into other people, but sometimes I forget to pour into myself. Preach. So, I've been doing, you know, just little things for myself, like putting myself on Do Not Disturb. Yes. Um, But only people that can get through to me are my parents. <laughs> like putting myself on Do Not Disturb or doing something for myself or buying myself something nice or going to sleep or laying in the bed watching TV, reading, journaling, writing, stretching because I ain't working out. You know, <laughs> just I've really just been taking care of my mental health and getting to a better place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I will say that like I've made this, like I really got serious about it, I would say like in February-ish. And I would say that, like, I just feel like a different person. Or it could also be that your girl got a new position that's not as stressful. Yes. Shout out to the new position. So it could be that. Probably is some of it. Y'all, your girl was stressed. You can ask Erica. I had a whole attitude the first quarter of the year. Um, (laughs) And it's fine. Jesus knows my heart. But I've been good. Girl, let me tell you, my skin is clearing up. My edges is growing. My skin is glowing. (laughs) My mama did my hair is popping. Like, I mean, what more could you want? That's great. That is great. You always have to take care of yourself. Because how can you take care of other people and not yourself? Yeah. Like, it doesn't work. You'll burn out. And your girl was burnt. Believe me. I know. So, let's get into our first segment of dating and relationships. My low-key favorite one. Um, I know, because <laughs> these topics you've been picking are deep. So, this one is very deep. In the words of little Boosie. <laughs> Or is it Webby? I don't know. Oh, who sings Webby? Okay, Webby. Well, she's Boosie on it too. Um, does being Miss Independent intimidate men? What you think? Um, I think it can, yes, but I think it's all in how you like carry your independence around men. 
Yeah. You know true. what I mean? I feel like, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I am all for women having their own stuff, being independent, and doing all this stuff. What I'm personally not for is you throwing it in a man's face. Yeah. Like, how can you, I think you could be independent, but still, when you're married, be submissive. Or, you know, when you're just dating in court, you know, be nice about it. You know what I mean? And let them know. I think you can't be missing independent saying, you know, I do this, I do that, all this other extra shit, letting him know, throwing it in his face, and then get mad when he's not the breadwinner or get mad when he's not aggressive or get mad when he's not acting like the head of the household. Because you won't sit your ass down (laughs) and stop doing the most. For instance, okay, so my mom is a very independent type of person. But she lets my dad be, you know, quote, the head of the household, like I'm sure all women do, um, quotation marks, because um, women usually run everything. But I'm just saying that to say that I think there's a way about being independent. I think that you can present yourself to a guy or your husband, or who, like to a guy or whatever, and let him know, like, hey, like, you know, I do these things for myself, not in like a shove it in your face way, but as in a matter of fact way, like in just presenting it as like, you know, like I'm just telling you this just so you know, like I'm not a gold digger, I'm not these things, but this is just who I am as a person. I think when you shove it in a man's face and you belittle him and you make him feel less than, that's when he cheat. That's when he leave you. That's how he do all these things. Cause at the end of the day, like you have to make a man feel like a man. I mean, he has to already want to be a man. And be acting like it, but you still have to be a part. He has to feel like you need him. Yeah. Even if you don't. You still got to make him feel like that. I have a different perspective on this because I feel, I feel that, obviously, I feel I'm independent. I am. And I don't put it in men's face. I'm super like, as far as you know, I ain't got no job. Like, that's how (laughs) private I am about, like, my information. So... I guess it's something that I exude because I do, I have run across people that have been intimidated by me. And I'm like, dude, Same. I'm not even like out here popping, popping making like it that. seem like I'm just, yeah. I don't need you. Like, no, I'm not that type of person. So I don't know what it is that I exude because I really, I'm not going to stuff nothing in your face. Like I yeah. said, I'm just real humble about everything. So in that way, I don't know what it is about men, those men that have done that. Um, but I do think that being independent and having your own is attractive. I feel like it's attractive and it should be attractive yeah. to a man. However, you should be able, as a woman, you should be able to hold your own, hold your own because I mean, shit happens. It you, does. You can't always just depend on him. depend on somebody. That would be very hard for me. If I get with a man that wants to take care of everything, that's going to be real hard. I'm going to think something's wrong with him. That's gonna, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm going to be like, wait, what? You want me, you want what? You want to do what? So that would be a, a challenge for me yeah. to let go of that, I guess, control over yeah. what I've been in control of all this time. I agree. Um, but I definitely think that being Miss Independent can int- intimidate men, especially if they feel like they're not up on your level quote-unquote i hate using that word but that's the only way i can describe it hey i think i think another and i think it goes hand in hand with all not okay not i think it goes hand in hand with all that you've accomplished so far yeah like sometimes like if i'm talking to somebody like you know men will start asking questions and different things like that but i think they ask questions to gauge how independent you are Mm -hmm. to kind of gauge like your mindset so when you start telling about your job about what you do, your level of education, 
you know, you live on your own, you know, some of your, like if you have property or if you have cars or if you're traveling and different things like that, like that could be intimidating the fact that, oh, she living, living out here. Yeah. And she living without a dude. Like yes. she financing herself. And I think sometimes like it can, that can be intimidating to men because they're, they may be used to, you know, women that are gold diggers or women that can't do those type of things unless they have a man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yes. I think sometimes that's more where the intimidation comes from than them kind of waving it in your face. And when it comes for that, there's nothing I can do. Because let me tell you, Shelby Brennan is out here living her life. I mean, you have to, especially when, I think, like you said, you can't wait on a man. If I was waiting on a man for me to live my life and do we things been I've been half doing, the places that we've been. I would not be... I would not have experienced half the things that I've experienced. Now, granted, when I do get with somebody, I do want to experience things together. But I'm just saying, I don't have to wait on nobody to go to the store if I want to go to the store. To go to California if I want to go to California. Yeah. To go get my hair done if I want to get my hair done. Okay. I just do what I want to do. You do you, boo. And when when you get into a relationship, it's going to be interesting because... You kind of, in a way, Ooh. have to let him do the man part. Listen, I'm going to have a really... I was, I, me and Erica, <laughs> so, when we were in a... Um, when we were out of town or whatever, we literally were... Because we were, like, on a break watching TV. And we literally had, like, a two-hour conversation about this. <laughs> literally. And one of the things that we both... That I said, I know, I was like, Erica, like, whenever I meet somebody, I'm going to have a hard time. Because I'm so independent. I do what I want. I ain't got to answer to nobody. I ain't got to tell. I ain't got to run it by him. Like, I'm going to have a real hard time. Like, he's going to be like, what is you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an adjustment for real. Um, But I also would want my level of independence is how I would want his level of independence to be. Yeah. I don't want somebody that cannot support themselves or live out here on, themselves, on, the, on their own and do what they want to do on their own. So, that's where I'm at. Same. So we'll see how that goes. Um, one of these dating relationships, we'll see. Shelby, how was your date? Girl, we went to pay. <laughs> I let him pay. Um, I got no problem with that. <laughs> me either. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to the journey. This is where we talk about our journey of building our brand, all things melanin. So we would like to share some good news. Drum roll. Dun, da, da, da. We are trademarked officially. Yes, we after official. forty days and forty nine, we official, y'all. Look, and the reason why we want to share that is because we always preach to everybody. It's like we are strong believers of having your business in order. Like if you are really serious about creating something, selling something, whatever it is, have your business in order. Don't have step when you building your brand. Girl. I can't stress that enough. Like, I don't have step with nothing anyway, but don't have step with nothing. that, especially when it's something that comes to business. And it was interesting because of the one of the sessions we went to in a conference recently, they were saying that they were giving off statistics about businesses and the percentage of African Americans was so low. Yeah. And it was because one of the this didn't come from me, but they said that's because we do not legitify our business. Like we are not reporting our business as we should. So how can we show up in statistics if we're doing stuff underhanded and stuff like that? You so 
it's not easy. It's very expensive. It's very hard. It takes a long time. But if you are serious about doing what you're doing, don't half step on your brand because you got to be prepared because if something takes off and you don't have your business in line, then you're going to be shuffling behind the scenes. Yeah. And don't nobody want to shuffle. Yeah. So. I definitely, just kind of piggybacking off what Erica said, I, did, I definitely think that it's necessary. And I definitely think that when you decide that you're, that you're serious, like, you need to, like, research, like, the steps that you need to take to solidify your business. Whether that's, you know, registering the name with the state. Yes. Or maybe that's, you know, doing other things that you can solidify your business within that state until you can get a trademark and different things like that. Yes. And then I would definitely say if you are going to get an attorney or different things like that, be sure to research and go with somebody that you are comfortable with. Yes. Like, don't just go with somebody because your granny them or your aunt you know, recommending them, like, to go with someone that's comfortable. Like, when we did it, like, we looked up a couple attorneys. Um, I showed them to Erica, and I was like, you know, like, these are some attorneys that I found that I think that would be really good. We emailed all of them, made almost all of them replied. Um, and then versus, and then what made us go with the attorney that we went with is that she was honest, she was upfront, she was quick. Yeah. Like, she did what she said she was going to do. And she was a flat rate. Okay. Um, Listen, so, we don't need no dependency. <laughs> we don't. But the thing about it is, like, if you are looking to get trademarks, a lot of people go through, like, legal Zoom and things like those resources online. We could have done that, but it's so complex and complicated for us that we were like, no, we need a professional yeah. that will be able to do this for us. Um, because again, we want it to be done right. It's something that is serious. It's not like it's yeah. gonna, it'll take, it took a long time. It took, it took almost a year. And yes. what a lot of people don't know is that like, for instance, like if you try to do it on your own or you use one of those services and you mess up one thing, they yes. send it back and you got to pay more money. Yes. And it's already like, it's already expensive. So it was like, you know what? Um, we just gonna pay somebody to do it. So nobody. So now nobody can walk around talking about some all things melanin and make money off of it. First of all, you about to all run my money. <laughs> you about to all run all the money. All that. <laughs> er, yes. So just the lesson in that is just don't half step of what you're doing. Make yeah. sure it is legit. Yeah. Um. It sucks. The paperwork is boring, but you need to learn how to do it and make sure you do it right. Yeah. So people will rely on your business. Yes. Don't nobody want to go to nobody that got a janky business. Yeah, and you know that ha- <laughs> that happened with Supercent when she did the color, uh, the color crayon case mm-hmm. or whatever. Like her business wasn't like she didn't like solidify it. Like I don't yeah. think it was trademarked and different things like that. I don't know if she was in the process of doing it, but somebody saw her idea and she couldn't do anything yep. with it. And she had built that for years and yep. years and mm-hmm. years. And luckily she had a strong following so they still fuck with her, you know? Yes. But I would be pissed if I came up with that idea. Yes. And somebody came and stole it. But because I didn't solidify my idea and do the yes. necessary things on the back end, and at this point she has the money. Yeah. Bruh. Who can you blame? Yourself. Is that because, I mean, if you think about it, I honestly believe no idea is technically original. I feel like everybody, you ever see someone on TV and be like, I could have thought of that. Like, that, yeah. but they solidified their business and they got it out there. Yeah. So, just don't half step, y'all. Do the work to make it right. Okay? I agree. Um, so, let's move on to our mentor moment. Um, this is where we give our lovely advice. <laughs> Not lovely. <laughs> on a... <laughs> On a question that was asked. So the question is, how do you know if you are making the right decision on something or about something? How do you know? They're like, yeah, this is the right decision. How do you know? Um, I'm answering. Give me some how time. do you know? How do you know? 
houseway. <laughs> um, I think at this point in my life, I really have to get quiet and pray and like lean on my discernment and how I'm feeling and my good. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. there's no like magic formula. There's no like you know theory like if this happens do this or if this ha-. no like <laughs> I really <laughs> like it's not. Um, but I really just have to get quiet and I have to pray and I have to lean on the Lord for his understanding. Girl, I will look up Bible verses. Like, I will Google, like, okay, like, where in the Bible does it talk about this issue? Okay, let me go read it in my really simple Bible that I just brought that breaks everything down. And I try to interpret what I can. I pray about it. I try to get discernment about it. Like, I really just have to get quiet and spend time with God. And then I feel like at the end of the day, like, even if that's not what you want to do, like, you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You like, do. you know, like, you know, you know. Like, I can sit here and ask you about all the advice, but you don't know. Yeah. You can only give me your opinion. Yeah. But most of the times, like, if I ask you something or ask you advice, I already know everything you're about to say. Like, I know. And it's interesting because, now, granted, we are not always going to make the right decision. Yeah. Like, even if you've prayed about it and all that and you make a decision and maybe it didn't turn out how you thought it would turn out. But for me, when I know how to make a decision on something, if I do not have peace about it, oh, that's a good I'm one. not about to do it. Yeah. I don't care if it's inviting me to a party. If yeah. I don't have peace about going, I'm not going. So I feel like let your peace be like your indicator. Like, okay, do I have peace about going on this trip? Do I have peace about dating him? Do I have peace about taking this job opportunity. If you don't have the peace about it, then that's probably your instinct telling you, hold on, wait, take heed, like what, research a little bit more, like find out. And then I've been learning to not only pray for discernment, but pray to God for permission to like pursue something. Cause I feel like we always pursue something and then be like, okay, God, I hope you can help me. Cause God never told you to go for that. Exactly. We always do something and hope God will save us, which he will. But I'm just saying, I I have been learning to pray for that permission to to pursue. Whether it's a dating relationship, it's definitely going to be on a dating relationship. Sir, do I have permission to pursue this? But it's really important that you do take the time and the moment, especially if it's a huge decision right in front of you. Yeah. Weigh your options also on that. Like the good and the bad. Like write a list down. What's the benefit? What's the the negative of it so i think like i said you that's all you can have to go with and granted you will make some wrong decisions i mean that's how you learn that's life life. but if you know that you're making a right decision you'll have peace about it if you've prayed on it if you weighed your options and you feel like it's the most efficient way to go then go with that and then we'll see how it ends up. But don't say that Erica told you to take that <laughs> to take that job or date that man. Just I'm just saying. Erica didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so our next segment is uh, words of encouragement. But before we do that and pray, we want you guys to um, subscribe to our website, allthingsmelanin.org. Yes. So, um, words of encouragement today comes from Matthew eleven twenty eight, and it says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So, what does that mean to you? I think that means just at the end of the day, like, when you've, like, endured your day or your week or whatever, like, we carry, like, the weight of our worries and the weight of the world, the weight of our friends, the weight of our spouse, the weight of every single thing, like, little things. Yeah. Like, we carry that with us. And I, 
to me, that just means like when I go to God in prayer or I come to God or when I go to God, period, that I lay that all down at his feet. Yeah. Like I say, you know what, God, everything that I encountered today, whether it was a bad day or it was a good day, whether somebody cussed you out or cut you off or whatever, like I take that as being like, God, I'm giving you everything that happened today, whether it was good or bad. And I'm trusting that you are going to relieve me of these burdens, relieve me of these worries, and that you are going to replenish me so that I can try it again tomorrow. Yeah. Or so that I can have a good night's sleep. And I think sometimes we get really restless or we get really tired and exhausted, but we don't go to God to relieve us of what's burdening us mm-hmm. or relieve us of what's worrying us. So I really take that to be like, when I go to God with all my baggage, like I'm trusting that when I lay it down at his feet, that he's going to take care of it. Yeah. That he's going to wash it away and that he's going to replenish me and that he's going to give me everything that I need to be successful the next day or to be successful after I lay it at his feet. And I think that when you have the faith to do that, God is going to bless you tenfold. And I've really been struggling with restlessness. Like, you ever just go to sleep? And you go to sleep early and you wake up, you still tired? Yeah. That's because you're not really resting. You're asleep, yeah. but you're not resting. I wake up, my shoulders are tense. I'm like, was I sleeping with my shoulders to my ears? Like, what, what, what am I stressed about in my sleep? Yeah. And then sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep at all. Same. And sometimes... If that happens to me, I really believe that it's God, like, waking me up and saying, hey, talk to me. We need to talk. Like, pray. You know, come to me. Like, so this verse really means a lot to me because this is exactly the verse that I will pray because God will literally give you that rest or give you that peace that you need to to have that sleep or get through the day. So it says again, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. So I'm going to pray over everyone. So close your eyes, Shelby. Close your eyes if you're listening. Unless you drive. <laughs> yes, unless you're driving. So, dear God, we come to you humbly and we thank you for this day. We ask that you will please take all of our wearies, worries, all of our burdens, all that wearies us. And we ask you that you will give us rest and give us peace. Give us the strength to endure what we are facing. We ask that every listener be protected, and we thank you for every sound under every person under the sound of our voice. And we ask that you will give them a blessed, abundant remainder of the week. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.